Good evening, hope you're all doing well. Uh, today we're going to be learning Maseches Moid Katan Daf Kavches and finishing the Masechta um, as we wrap around to the top of Chavtes and Aleph, only uh, 12 lines or so of Gemara. Uh, that will bring us to the close of the Masechta, or Hashem. And uh, just a very interesting Tosvos, even before we start, I know that's a little strange, but if you look at the top Tosvos on Kavches and Bez, Rashi, a Tosvos here has a very strange line. He says, Wow, what does that mean? We have Chagiga. So there's a discussion in the Rishonim as to where we end Seder Moed. But that discussion that Tosfos highlights here is a larger discussion, a bigger conversation in the Rishonim and in, in the uh, in the Achronim as well. And nevertheless, it's not the way that our Shas is structured. Our Dafyomi is different. Um, our Siddharma are, are organized slightly differently. Uh, Ikra and Shaldvarim is that we have a lot of Torah to learn, whether or not it's officially part of this Seder or another. We, we're going to learn Maseches Chagiga to follow. So let's get started. We're four lines from the bottom of Chavzayin and Bez, and um, a lot of ground to cover. We'll read, quick, read quickly. There's uh, just a lot of words. Um, and in Yerz Hashem, over the course of the next little while, we'll have the opportunity to finish the Masechta. Amr of Levi. An Avil for the first three days, it should be, he should be fearful as though there is a sword resting between his shoulders. From days three to seven, he should be fearful, but less so. That the sword isn't on his back or on his neck, but it's opposite him from coming out of the corner of the wall. After that amount of time, uh, still less fear. This is speaking about the uh, the spillover from Xerora, and we should have um, a decreasing fear as time moves along from other things happening. We had said in our Mishnah, that a woman, uh, when she passes away, she's never allowed to be, uh, her body's never allowed to be left out in a public format after she's passed away. But Amri Nahardoy, they said in the city of Nardoy that this wasn't always true. It depends on the, the scenario. Lo shanu elochaya, turning to the top of Kochas Medal. It's only true for a woman who died in childbirth. And the Rishonim here explain, Rashi here at the top, or whoever this Rashi is, what we were concerned about is that she still may uh, be exuding blood from her body. And because that's the case, she would therefore, uh, it would be a busha for her and that's not allowed. Aval, the Gemara continues, however, other women who did not die because of childbirth, they would be allowed to have their beds, they would be allowed to have their beds out. Um, then Rebbe Lazar Amar, he disagrees entirely and says, Afilu she'ar hanoshim. Any, and all women are going to be in this category. Excuse me, just one second, please. So the Gemara says on the top line, Rabbi Eliezer Omar, Afidu Shar Hanoshim, no women should be left out. It's not appropriate. How do we know this? That uh, she died there and she was buried there. And the Gemara makes a diuk, Samuch the Misa Kavura, that we should not have a woman's body stay out for any length of time, even though for a man, and maybe according to some, for some women, yes, but that's not the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, that they should be buried right away. Um, that Miriam died with the, the kiss of death. And we know this from Xer of Asya, Sham, Sham. And Xer comes from the, the Pasuk, Ratamas, Sham, Miriam, and Vayamas, Sham, Moshe. And then the Gemara says, 
Why by Miriam does it not say Al Pi Hashem? It says it by Moshe. Why does it not say Al Pi Hashem? So the Gemara responds, because it's inappropriate to reference that a Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, would be uh, would be Menashek Al Peh in regards to a woman. It's not uh, modest. Uh, it's hard to understand that, but that's what the Gemara says. Maybe just the uh, anthropomorphism of the physicality of God. There is no such thing, but uh, the Gemara was sensitive to it and says that it's therefore the Torah was sensitive, sensitive to it. That's why it doesn't say Al Pi Hashem by Miriam. Amar Avami, Parsha, Misas Miriam Parshas Para Aduma. Why was the death of Miriam juxtaposed in the Chumash next to the Parsha Para Aduma? So to that the Gemara responds, Lomar Loch Ma Para Aduma Mechaperes Af Misasin Shel Tzadikim Mechaperes. That just like the Para Aduma can generate um, atonement, so too can the death of Tzadikim can generate atonement for others. It's a bit of a chiddush idea that one person's death can create kapara for another, but that's what the Gemara says about Sadiqim. Amar Abelazar, last short line, Lama nismecha misas Aaron, the big day kahuna. Why was the parsha of Aaron, the death of Aaron, juxtaposed in the Chumash to the parsha of big day kahuna? Ma big day kahuna mechaprin, just like when the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippurin would wear the big day kahuna and it would be able to generate kapara for Klal Yisrael. So too, Afmisas and Shal Sadiqim mechaperes. So too, when it comes to the death of Sadiqim, then atonement can be generated. The Bryce is now going to go through um, uh, speeds at which one Rahman al-Itzlan passes away, um, going in, in shortest order to the to the longest order. If a person dies right away, their life was grabbed from them extremely fast. If a person was sick for only one day and died, this is a slightly lesser form of immediacy with which they died. Uh, Rabbi Hanan ben Gamliel Omer, he says, no, when a person dies within one day, Zohi Misa Magefa, that's actually called a plague. I'm going to take that, which is the beauty of your eye in a plague. And another passage says, And this person would die. This man's wife died within one day of her illness. And therefore, we see that a Magefa, which is followed by this one day, therefore, a one, a one day death is considered a Magefa. If a person is ill and dies within two days, still a lesser form of, uh, of, of a fast death, but still very fast. Three is as, as if you're being screamed at. And uh, dying over four days is as if someone's turned their back on you. And a, a person who dies after five days of illness, that's still considered to be a misas kol adam. That's not considered to be any of these fast versions of death, even though it still sounds terribly short. Amar Khan and Micra, how do we know that this Pasuk, uh, uh, that the Pasuk of Kol Adam is five, that it's five days? It says, And the Gemara tears apart the Pasuk. Hain is chad, that's one. Karvu is plural, tre. Yamecha is multiple days, tre. That's chamisha. So one plus two plus two is five days. How do we know that Hain is chad? The Gemara says, That we know in Yavani that the language of one is used by the word Hain, and the Pasuk says, Hain, Karvu. If a person dies, if a person dies around the fifth, their 50th birthday, says the Gemara, that's the death uh, of a person who dies uh, from an Onesh Kores. A person who dies at the age of 52. So the Gemara says, that's when Shmuel Hanavi died. Shishim. If a person dies at 60, that is a death that is Bidei uh, Shamayim. And the Gemara says, Amar Marzotra Micra, how do we know that this is true? 
cover. So he says, you will be, you will come be kelach, which we don't know what that means yet, to me in a grave. Be kelach, be gematria, shisin habu, it's 60. So that's how we know that it's misabide shemaim. That's what the Pasuk was talking about, misabide shemaim. And then this person died at that age. And that's the gematria of be kelach, which is 60. Shivim, seva, if a person lives until 70, then that's considered a ripe old age. That's a good age to die at as it were. Uh, no age is a good age to die at, but that's what the Gemara says is seva, that's already considered old age. Shmonim is gvuros. To live until 80 is the age of gvuro, which is a well-known Pasuk that we read regularly. So that's what the Pasuk says, that for a gvura, that's 80 years. Rabba looks back at this Bryce and says something's missing. From age 50 to age 60, Zohimisas Karis. It's not just 50, like the Bryce says. Why doesn't it say what the actual Matthias is? They're 50 to 60. Anyone who dies in that age bracket, that's Misas Kares. Says the Gemara, the reason why it wasn't included in this list was Mishum Shmuel Haramati. That's because Shmuel died at 52. And it appears then, if you are correct, that people who die from 50 to 59, that those people who are Chiyuve Karis, that implies then that Shmuel was Chayv Karis. And that's not respectful. Rabbi Yosef, when he hit his 60th birthday, he made a yomta for the rabbis. He brought, uh, you know, he brought a sushi platter to Shul and he brought some schnapps. Omar, I've exited the decade when people die from karis. I'm 60 now. So when a person is 60, it means that they didn't die from a karis. You're correct that you escaped the death of karis as it relates to the years of, of karis, which is ages 50 to 59. Mikaris nafikmar. Person can still be chayv karis both before and after that time. These aren't perfect rules. These rules can. Uh, there are different applications of karis. It's true that from fifty to fifty nine, a person can die and it'll be a chayv karis. But lavdafka, they could be a hundred and they could die from a chayv karis too if they do something wrong in that yom in that day. Amar uh, le'abai. Yeah, sorry. Amar le. At least let me take half. At least let me be proud of the fact that I didn't die from, okay, you're right. It may still be that a person can die from karis that happened uh, on any one day, but at least it wasn't, I made it through the 10 years. That's all he's saying. At least I got half of what I wanted. So the Gemara is going to tell a few stories about people who died. The Gemara says, He died right away. And as we learned at the top of the Gemara, so that is considered to be a Misa Chatufa. That's considered to be a, a very rushed death. So the Gemara says, the rabbis were very concerned why Rapuna is dying a death piece on that. He's not the right person to be dying a death piece. And we've already learned Gemara's about Rapuna, that he was buried next to Rafhia, all the whole story with the fire and the kever with her Chaga. So it says the Gemara, uh, that from the city of Hadaiv, oh, when do we say that there's a problem of a Misa Chatufa when a person dies, Misa's piece on? That's only true when you're less than 80. But if you're already above the age of 80 and then a person passes away very quickly, that's not a bad thing. That's not, it's not considered. It's actually even better. If a person reaches the age of 80 and then they pass away quickly, that's considered to be death by, by a kiss of a Kodesh Baruch. It's considered a lofty level. That's how Miriam died and that's how Moshe died as we started today's daf. Omar Rava. Rava says we're halfway down on Kav Chaye, one's length of life. Bane, a person's children. Umizone, and food. That's not the kind of thing that's dependent on your zechuyos. Rather, this is something that's dependent on one's mazel, on one's, uh, what is mazel mean? Astrological. Okay, so these are uh, hard questions for me to answer. But this is what the Gemara says, is that it's dependent, dependent on one's mazel. How do we know this to be true? 
because the Gemara says there were two great tzaddikim who had very similar morals and tzidkus, but they still had very different lives. Says the Gemara, Both of them were tremendous righteous Jews. One of them could daven and rain would fall. And the other could daven and bring the rain. They both were very, very powerful tzaddikim. And even though they were both equals, Rav Chizda lived until 92. Rabba died at the age of 40, lived ha- less than half of the life of his counterpart. In the house of Rav Chizda, they had 60 wonderful celebrations and weddings, good family simchas, one after the other. But in the house of Rabba, they buried 60 people. Terrible. Smida was a very fine flower. They had food that was made from the finest of flowers that they were serving their dogs. They were very, very wealthy, wildly wealthy people. Be'raba, Raba was namo desare, a terrible form of bread. We've learned about this in other mesechdas as well, that barley flour is considered an inferior type of flour as it relates to bread. And that was le'inche, it was for men, and they didn't even have enough. Very different worlds. <clears throat> He said there were three things that Rava asked for from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tarte yuavuli, two of them I got, and chada lo yuavuli. There are two things that I got and one that I did not. Chachma said the Rav Huna, I daven for the wisdom of Rav Huna, and I daven ve'osrei the Rav Chizda, and I daven for the wealth level of Rav Chizda, ve'yuavuli, and they gave that to me. And Visanu said the Rabba Bar Rav Huna, lo yuavuli. But when I davened to also have the humility of Rabba Bar Rav Huna, that they did not grant me. Some of the Rishonim are very bothered by this. This is one of those things that you don't daven for. Anivus is, uh, these are not things that you daven for. That's what the Gemara said recently that we learned that um, this is something that you have to work on. The Anivus is a, is a mita that a person has to work on. So that's a kasha in the Gemara, not in the Gemara, but on the Gemara that some of the Mephorshim ask. Rav Seorim, this is not barley. This is a person's name. And in fact, the Hagos Vitzionim changes it to a Samech. Rav Seorim was Achva de Rava. He was the brother of Rava, Hava Yosif Kame de Rava. And he was sitting in front of Rava during Rava's last moments of life. Chazie de Hava Kamenamne. And uh, he, saw that his brother was, uh, he saw that his brother was about to pass away. Omar Le, Rava, who was dying, said to his brother, Rav Seorim, Lema Le Mar de Loli please say something to the Malach Amavis to make the death for me, said Rava, so that it's not painful. He says to Rava, you're Rava, you don't have a connection to the Malach of course you do. Because I am Imsar Mazle, what does Imsar mean? So if you take a look at Rashi or its replacement, so Rashi says five lines, six lines down, Imsar Mazle, Isra Mazle. I don't know what the etymology is of the word Imsar, but Rashi translates it as Isra, that he has a very bad mazle. So says the Gemara, therefore, because his mazel was bad, lo ashkachbi. Uh, normally, you're right, I said Rava, I do have a connection with the Malach HaMavis, but here I don't, he won't listen to me. Okay? Amar Li. Uh, so the brother of Rav Seorim said to Rava, <coughs> after you die, can you please appear to me in a dream and tell me what the experience was like? So uh, finally, Rava passed away. And Ischazile, and Rava showed up in a dream to Rav Seorim, to his brother. Was the death process very painful for you? So he responded, No different than the incision of a blood letter. I can tell you from experience, the sharper the scalpel, the less pain you feel. So if you, uh, if you have a good, uh, good blood letter, it's not so painful, but you still feel something. It's not a nothing. It still hurts. 
Rava Haba Yosef Kamed Rav Nachman. Now we go back in time because this previous story said that Rava died. So we're obviously going back one generation. Rava Haba Yosef Kamed Rav Nachman. Rava, who was a fourth century Amora, was sitting with his Rebbe, Rav Nachman. And Rava saw um, that Rav Nachman was uh, on, the, on the way to passing, passing out and to passing away. Rav Nachman says to Rava, can you please daven for me? Uh, daven to the Malachamabas, ask the Malachamabas to protect me so that it's not so painful. Omar Limar, he says to him, my master, you're an Adam Chashub, Rav Nachman, you don't need my help. Who are these greats? Who are these uh, ones who know how to control the heavens? We're nothings. We're nothings. We don't have any control over anything. So ended, ending that part of the conversation, but continuing as we did with the previous story with Rav and his brother, Rav says to Rav Nachman, please come tell me in a dream how the death was. So finally, Rav Nachman passed away. And then he showed him in a dream. Uh, he showed up to him in a dream. And Omar Lamar was it uncomfortable for you? It was like taking a piece of hair um, out of milk. Um, which seems to be not painful at all. So interesting to note that from within one generation, um, where when Rav Nachman died, the comparison was to a piece of hair out of out of milk. But when Rava died, it was like an incision of a scalpel. One generation's difference. I don't know how the how the how the Yerida Sadoras would play out for our generation. And then um, the Gemara says about Rav Nachman, Alma Kadhavias. I'll send you back into the world exactly like you are. Loba ina denafish biasusa. I would not. I wouldn't accept it because I would have been way too afraid. Just the fear of the malachamavas was worse than the death itself. Stories about in the Gemara about how uh, the malachamavas tried to uh, take the lives of some of the great Amoraim. So the Gemara says as follows: We're um, about twelve lines or so, maybe a little bit more from the bottom of the page on Kavches Amid Aleph, and the Gemara says. Mm, sorry. Oh, here we are. Uh, Rebbe Lazar was eating truma. And the Malach showed up. Omar Lay, Rebbe Lazar says to the Malach well, you, you can't even mess around with halacha. The halacha is that this is Kodesh. And if you make me a mace, then I'm going to be making this truma into something that's tummy. So some of the Rishonim say that the Malach was so embarrassed because he should have known the halacha and he didn't pick up on it. So Chalfale Shaitan. The time for this person to die had passed, and the Malachamavas did not take his life at this time. Rav Sheshis was out in the marketplace, and the Malachamavas showed up to him at that point. You're going to let me die in the shuk like an animal. That's not right. At least wait till I get home. Then you can take my life over there. Ravashi was out in the marketplace, and that's when the Malachamavas showed up for him. Please give me 30 days. Wait 30 days. Please allow me to go over all of my Torah. Because as we know, the well-known saying, it's a wonderful attribute, a wonderful merit for a person to show up in Olam Haba and Talmudo Biyado, that they should be able to know the Torah that they've learned. So amazingly, like he put a reminder in his phone, the Malacham showed up exactly on day 30. Exactly on day 30, the Malacham shows up. So says the Gemara, Omar Lay, he says to him, uh, Ravashi, Ravashi says to the Malachamabas, my Kulehai, what is this such an exacting measure? You're showing up on day 30. Why is this happening? 
So the Malach HaMavah says, I'm coming to you with a real reason. The reason I'm uh, pushing for your death is Kadach Karagle de Barnasan, because you are pushing the legs of Barnasan. Barnasan is a reference to Rav Huna Barnasan, and Rav Huna Barnasan became the Rosh Yeshiva after Ravashi. And we know, says the Malach HaMavah, um, it's not appropriate to take the uh, the malchus of another person for even one hair's breadth, and therefore it's time for you to die. Rav Chizda was such a tzaddik, he never stopped learning. Malchamavis could never find the time to kill him. He never stopped learning. He never stopped learning. When he was sitting down, he was learning. When he was stood up, he was, and then never stopped learning. Just that you can't be killed if you're learning. So it says the Gemara, so he went up onto the Erez, onto the cedar of Beirab, and it cracked, made a sound, and he stopped learning, and that's how he died. So too by Rebchia, uh, he was not able to be approached by the Malach So one day the Malach put on a costume and he showed up like a poor person. He came over and he knocked on the door. And he says to Rebchia, can you please give me a piece of bread? I'm very hungry. So, of course, uh, that's what Jews do. He's, uh, he gave him a loaf of bread. Just like you're being so merciful on me as though I'm a poor person. Why are you not being uh, thoughtful and sensitive to the Malach You should be sensitive to him too. Galilei, he revealed himself, the Malach then revealed himself to Rebchia as the Malach and he showed him this uh, rod of fire, and and then he offered up his own soul, uh, he, he just offered up his own soul, Rebchia, uh, to, uh, to the Malach Very, very difficult Gemara on a whole bunch of levels. How is that allowed? It was suicide and halacha, all of these different uh, sugas that are complicated, but in some of the Ramaforshim, this is, was considered praiseworthy, uh, the level of tzidkus that uh, Rav Chia had. It was mamish naki belichet, that uh, it wasn't, I don't, again, I don't, I don't, can't say I fully understand it, but it, it wasn't considered a crime in halacha. That brings us to the final Mishnah in the Masechta. And as mentioned in the first Tosvos on this page that we started with today, possibly in the end of the Seder, but we still do learn Chagig over here. Nashim b'moed ma'anos. When women are mourning uh, the loss of loved ones during a moed, they are allowed to wail in unison, but they cannot clap their hands. That if a person was close to the mace uh, where the person died, then they can even clap their hands. When it comes to these holidays, they can both um, uh, sing in unison and clap hands. But in all of these cases, in the moed, uh, and Chol Hamoid, Amber, and on Rosh Chodesh and Chanukah and Purim, you're not allowed to be Mekonenos. Mekonenos, as we'll see in a minute, was a responsive type of wailing that they would do. One person would wail one thing, and everyone would, all the other women would respond in kind. Ezehu Inui, what's considered Me'anos, this language that we started with of uh, calling things out together, Shukulan Onen Onos Ke'achas, everyone is calling out at the same time, a wailing that's done um, in unison. Kina, so here the Gemara says, what's kina? That one person speaks and then everybody else answers afterwards. Again, as mentioned, responsibly. These three words, Vi'isha, Reusa, one woman, and then her friends say kina. So uh, I think it's kept line. Be considered alternative. They're going to be alternating. Sorry, did someone say something? What's Nikbar Hamis? What is Nikbar Hamis? 
Nick Barhamis Veloma Anos. Sorry. Oh, did I skip What's a line? Happened? Oh, sorry. Thank you. So on the fourth line, it says, uh, that they cannot do the alternating, uh, they can't do the responsive wailing. Nick bar if the mace was buried, once the mace was buried, then you cannot do either of them. All of this was only true by the Mito when the person was still alive. Thank you for clarifying that. We'll skip back down to where we were. We're on the seventh line of the Gemara, give or take. And this is a famous line that's quoted at nearly every uh, funeral that we have all been to. In the future, soon death will stop permanently and Hashem will wipe the tears off of all of the faces. Says the Gemara, my Amran, opening the Gemara, last short line of the, of the page, my Amran, what were some of the things that were said at a meetup? Woe is to the one who has to go, and woe is to the one who has to uh, give a deposit, uh, effectively, that they have to give back their neshama. Amar Rava, and we'll see a bunch of quotes from him about the Neshe de Shech Nitziv, the women who lived in the city of Shech Nitziv, Amran Hacha, they would say like this, Vaila Azla, Vaila Chavila, same line. Woe is to those who go, and woe is to the one who has to give back their neshama. The Amar Rava, Neshe de Shech Nitziv, Amran, Gud Garma Mikacha, one has to break bone from the tooth, the Namti Mayala Antichi, and the water goes back to its kettle. Uh, all of these are going to be mashalim, uh, and each one has a variety of different explanations of what the right explanation is of the mashal, a whole host of them, but we'll stay on the very surface level for all of them. So the water is going to go back to the kettle. That means that the neshama is going to go back to Sui <laughs> The mountains are all covered. <laughs> because he is the one of greats one of the lofty ones and the one of the great rabbis. Excuse me. <coughs> it's better for one to be adorned in robes of silk than to be a person who's completely run out of money. And uh, what that meant is that there would be people who would end up being so poor that others would have to pay for their funerals. The Amar Rabba, Rabba adds as well, if a person's running, and in the Mephoshim explained, they're running, they're chasing money their whole life, and then they get to a bridge, they still won't have any money for the bridge, even if you're the richest person in the world. You don't walk around with bridges, you still need to hire other people. There's a dependency on you and others. So a whole discussion about money that's being uh, spoken about here. My brother, the merchant, please be careful. They're going to check all of your baskets, a reference to going up to Shamayim and being checked in all of your work. Um, we know famously from the Gemara Masech Shabbos that the first question that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will ask is, were you yashar in your business? And that is hinted to over here where the baskets are going to be checked. Rava says the last of these lines, Death is death. But one can gain something from Marin, from Yisurim, from very challenging situations. Says the Gemara Tanya, It's better to go to the house of a base Abel. Ah, the Pasuk ends with And the live ones will give things to their heart. What does this mean? Says the Gemara, A person can give to their heart uh, things that have to do with death. With death. That if a person is going to give a hesped to one, they will benefit by having one. When they die, they'll get a hesped as well. That if one is going to have if they're going to be buried, then others uh, will bury them. 
says the Gemara, if a mace is carried by one, then he will be carried by others. The next line is, uh, um, that if you raise your voice in a hespit, then others will raise their voice for you. Here, they don't say it's a, it's a correlating, it's an inverse. And what's the inverse? People who are not overly uh, dramatic in their wailing, but are appropriately dramatic, then they will have others uh, who will cry after them. A pasuk that references uh, saying it in the right way and not saying it in the wrong way. The Gemara presents a long story about the death of the, uh, of the son of, of Rabbi Shmuel. Last of the middle width lines on Kavches Mudbeis. Taner Abanan Kshemesu Banav Shor Rabbi Shmuel. When the sons of Rabbi Shmuel died, Nichlisu Arbozik came in Menachemo. There were four Chachamim who came to be Menachemo. Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Yosi, Aglibi, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Nazariah, Rabbi Akiva. And before they all walked in, Amar Lehem Rabbi Tarfon, Du Ushe Chacham Gadolu Baki Baagados. You should know if you don't already know, Rabbi Shmuel is a big Baki in everything and especially Baagados. Al Yikanis Echad Mikem L'Soch Di Rechavera. We need to make sure that we don't overlap on each other when we're talking to him. Everybody say their own uh, their own shtickle of divrei nichumen. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Vani Acharon, I'll be the last one. Rabbi Akiva offers to be the last. It's the hardest job. You're not allowed to say the same thing as everybody else. He offered to be last. When they got there, Pasach Rabbi Shmuel, they sat down, and we're going to learn at the bottom of this page that we're not supposed to speak in a base avil until the avil says something. And Rabbi Shmuel, of course, knew that, so he started talking first. His sins are so great, referring to himself. He had multiple avelos, uh, one after the other. And not only that, he and this is the second child that he lost, and he forced his chaverim to come out a second time. Rabbi Tarfon was the first to be Menachem Rabbi Shmuel. That all of the Jews were boche for the burning. What is this talking about? So Rabbi Tarfon says, mm-hmm. On that particular day, they had only done one mitzvah. As the Pasuk writes, And Kach, they got this type of response where the Pasuk says that Your kids did a lot more mitzvahs in any one day than Nadav and Aviyu. And they got a, they got a, a proper burial with Hespedim. So of course, your kids, your kids will be treated this way as well. Then in Rabbi Aglili, two thirds of the way down, that uh, there was a hespid um, all, for all of the Jews and they buried him. What is this talking about? You can make a kalvachomer from this pasuk. The child of Yeravam, Avia ben Yeravam, Shelo Asel Adavar Echatov, in his life he only did one good thing, he did only one thing, and still, Kach, he was still treated with a, with a proper burial and with Hespedim from all Yisrael. Then, Rabbi Shmal, Alachas Kama Vikama, all the more so, Rabbi Shmal, your children, they're deserving of having a proper Hespid and a proper Bechi from Klal Yisrael. What was the one thing that Avia ben Yeravam did? My daughter Tov. So Reb Zera Reb Chanina Bar Papa. That's a machlokas in the Amoraim. Chad Amar Shibital Mishmar Tov Ola the Regel. He left his post, even though he wasn't uh, so from, but he left his post and he did Ola the Regel. The Chad Amar Shibital Par Desos Shehoshi Yeravam Avi Val Hadrachim Shelo Yalu Yisrael the Regel. And the other possibility to what he did is not just that he went up and he was Ola the Regel, but what he did is he took away people from their posts who were otherwise trying to prevent Jews from going up to do Aliyah the Regal. And because he interrupted them, he was rewarded heavily. 
And now the third person spoke uh, in front of Rabbi Shmuel. We've had Rabbi Tarfon, um, and we've had uh, the next one, who was it, Rabbi Yossi. And now we have Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria. Nene Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria, v'amar, b'shalom tamus v'masrefos avosecha amlachim arishonim ashari lefanecha ken yisrefulach. So the Gemara says, what is this Pasuk talking about? And just like which this is what the Pasuk is talking about, that he was treated so warmly, even though in, in, in the Navi itself, there isn't a lot of flowery language about Yirmiyahu being a big tzaddik. We know he is from Chazal, but in the Pesukim, he did very, it's from the Pesukim, it's not apparent that he did, that he was a big tzaddik. The one thing that he did is that when he started giving his nebuah, people threw Yirmiyo in a pit, uh, like some quicksand. And when he, when he heard about it, he, uh, he saved him. Tzidkiyo saved him. So because he did that one thing and he was rewarded, all the more so. And therefore, he, that's how he gave his tirani chumu. Says the Gemara, Nene Rabbi Akiva Omar, Drimon. We saw this Gemara before Maseches Megillah. The Gemara says that on that day there was great eulogies in Yerushalayim, like there was by Hadad Rimon, Bibikas Migidon. The Gemara of Yosef of Yosef says, "What? We don't. That, that's not a thing. Who was Hadad Rimon, and when was there this big eulogy?" So it says of Yosef, without having." The Targum on this particular Pasuk, I would have never known what was going on with this Pasuk. <coughs> Here's how the Pasuk translates. The Pasuk starts with Bayom Hahu, and it translates Hahu at that time. There will be large Hespedim in Yushalayim, just like the eulogies of the person of Acha ben Amri was killed by Hadadrimon. It wasn't that, like the Pasuk seemed to imply on the, on the Pshat level, that the Hespedim were about Hadadrimon. They were not. They were on the person that he killed, which was Acha ben Imri. And as well, as well as Yoshia bar Amon, the Katal Yasei, and as well for another person who was killed by a different person in Bikas Megiddo. And the Gemara says on this Pasuk as well, and closing out this story, who was not a good king, he only did one good thing, that he only did one thing in front of Aram that was good in any ways, he was still treated this way. End of the story. <clears throat> The Gemara now asks a couple of questions based on Psukim that seem to have a stira as to whether or not a person died b'shalom. Amar le Rava, the Rabba bar Meri, Ksiv be b'shalom tamus. It says by Tzidkiyahu that he died peacefully. Uchsiv ves ene Tzidkiyahu iver, that he became blind. So Amar le hachi Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Shemes Nebuchadnezzar b'yama. Nebuchadnezzar died in his days. That was, he, he outlived Nebuchadnezzar. You can imagine outliving the biggest Russia in the world, uh, living outliving Hitler <coughs> in a generation where you were a part of that. And then you then heard that Hitler died. I could imagine people who were experienced the horrors of the Holocaust saying, I've seen what I need to see. I can go now. And when you have the Russia die, that's what happened. It was in Bukhanetzer. You're right. The rest of his life was peaceful because he didn't care what happened to him at that point. Yeah, he went blind. Big deal. Doesn't care. He outlived the Bukhanetzer. Well, my Rabbi Bar Marik, see baby Yoshiyahu. 
You're going to be uh, gathered up with your forefathers, which is always a reference to death, and you'll be gathered up to be buried with them in peace. We'll see, but the Pasuk says that he died an awful death. That the uh, the archers shot arrows into him. He had so many holes in him. He looked like a colander. He was, he was filled with holes with arrows. That's not a peaceful death. It's okay, but he was willing to die that way and still be considered B'Shalom because the Besamekdash was not destroyed while he was alive. A very halachic Gemara and a, an important one. Amr of Yochanan and Menachemin, when people come to be Menachem Avel, they're not allowed. In Menachemin, Rishon Lomar Dovar, Achivtach Avel. The first person who speaks is the Avel. You might want to go in there and talk. It's not about you, it's about him, it's about her, and you're not allowed to speak until the person says something on their own. Shinamar, we know this from the Pasuk by Eov. Acharekain, Pasach Eov, Espihu. He opened up his mouth. And then, and only afterwards did he actually uh, get a response from, uh, from his friend, from Elifaz Atemani. How do we know that an Avel has to sit at the head? It's like, a, like the king that's sitting at the head of its troops when others are mourning him. The word Yenachem seems like it's talking about other people. It doesn't seem like it's talking about him. <coughs> says the Gemara, you're right, it does say that, but it doesn't mean what you're saying that it means. It means that um, sorry, where is this Rashi? Yenachem, uh, Rashi says, that the people who are being Menachem should sit at the front. So the Gemara says, no, it's Yenachem, it's referring to the Abel himself, the one who is getting comfort, not the one who is giving comfort. So that's what the Gemara says. Four lines from the bottom. He says, we learned this idea that the Abel should be at the head in the following Pasuk. The Sar Mirzach Seruchim. What does this mean? Mirzach Nase Sar Seruchim. This is a reference where the Abel becomes like a prince to those who are around him. So he sits at the head. And Omar of Chama Barchania, similarly, How do we know that a Chasan should sit at the head of the table? Says the Gemara, Shnemar Kechasan Yechahen Peer, that the Chasan and a Kohen are, uh, are, are compared in this Pasuk. My Kohen Barosh, just like a Kohen is, uh, is always the one who's in the Rosh, he's always the one who gets the first honors. Av Chasan Barosh, so too by a Chasan. The Kohen Gufe Minolam, how do we know that a Kohen gets separate treatment from others? Says the Gemara, we know the Tana de Rabbi Shmuel, the Kidashto. The Pasuk says, the Kidashto by a Kohen, the Chol Dabar For every opportunity for Kedusha, we always give that to a Kohen. Livtoach Rishon, he should get the first Aliyah. Ulevarach Rishon, he should get to make the first Bracha, he should get to bench. Ulevarach Rishon, Rishon, he should get to take the first portion. All of that is given to a Kohen. Amar Abchanina. Says the Gemara that uh, the Yetzirah Neshama from a goof is difficult for the body. As we turn to the last blot and the last Amud and the last few lines of the Masechta, like pulling a knotted thread through a small hole. It's not like, like that thread, like turning like a knotted thread, but rather kifturi, like cables, like uh, very thick ropes, through a small hole. Amar <coughs> Uh, bar, uh, when a person is leaving the presence of a mace, one should not tell someone that they should go uh, with a lamed, but with a base. But when one is leaving someone who's alive, 
So when a person's dying, we say bishalom, and when a person is alive, we say lishalom. Where do we know that from? The pasuk says, A well-known pasuk from Sefer Brachis. How do we know that when you're leaving someone who's alive, you say lishalom instead of bishalom? Shehare, we saw a bad example of this. Shehare, David Shamar le'av shalom le'ech bishalom halach v'nidla. That didn't end well. He ended up getting uh, killed. Yisro, Shehamar le'moshe le'ech lishalom halach v'yitzliach. And Yisro, who told Moshe that he should go two piece, he was, he was matzliach. V'amar Rebbe Levi, kol ha'yotzi mibesak neses lebesa medrash. Someone who goes from a place of davening to a place of learning, or from a place of learning to a place of davening, that person will merit to greet the Shekhinah. One will go from one strength to another, and they will be able to see God in Zion, in Yerushalayim. Never really has rest. All of us are sitting up late at night learning. We're going to go, hopefully both personally, professionally, in our learning with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then, just another way to understand this passage. The first one, understand it as you are going to be for those who are Shaku and the Beis HaMedrash and the Beis HaKnesses. And the other is just a general understanding of Tamir HaChacham. And they're constantly chasing another page and they're constantly looking to Chaparayim. Like Rabbi Robinson has said many times, Kove itim Torah, the word keva also means to grab or to grasp, to steal, to find an extra few minutes. And that is the, the, the bracha of the Gemara. It's challenging, but that's the bracha of the Gemara, is that We're going to stop right here for tonight. Tomorrow, uh, I'll be in Cincinnati, and I will pre-record the first blot of Chagiga, Shabbos one blot, Sunday one blot, and assume Mir Tashem on... Um, on Monday night, Lazecher um, Nishmas, David's father, Yiratzon, you guys should all have a beautiful night, and we'll pick up tomorrow. Go to.